What's in the queue? 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 <laughs> Yay! Oh, oh my god. It's September. It's September. It's Sunday point two. Yes. Two point oh. Oh, I love this shirt. Sorry. Thank you. Uh Chris Sorry, I'm pointing shopping. to a white tank top with rainbows all over it because that you know, yeah. Y'all know me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh, uh mosquitoes can all die mm-hmm. a slow, painful death. You know, I try not to kill insects as much as I possibly can. Because honestly, they're just trying to live their lives. The exception being mosquitoes. I will slap the shit out of all of them. Uh, My youngest has eight bites just on her neck. Mm -hmm. Sounds about right. The oldest eyes almost shut. Yep. And there's a gooser in the middle of the forehead. Nice. Um, I've got a good one on my thigh. I, I have one on my butt. See, okay... That's what angers me the most about mosquitoes, is they will go up your shorts. Yeah. I did not give you permission to get up there. Get the no. fuck out of there. Get out. Thank you. Uh, and also, there was a large spider. Uh, it was at the end of our hall by our bathroom, like, kind of up house. the baseboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So I, like, I was like, mm, it's just me and the girls. I'm like, all right, time to to put your brave pants on so I like stomped the floor to get it to move yeah. off so I could stomp it so it went off and then it went and ran into my room and disappeared <laughs> now okay the one pro to having a spider in your house they eat mosquitoes don't care okay just I mean it just throwing that out there I'm just saying like if you know, if we do have reincarnation, mm-hmm. um, my karmic cy- cycle will probably end me up as a spider. Or a bug that gets eaten by a spider. I'm just saying because I've murdered, or I've had murdered, like I'm a mafia boss, and I've had other people murder spiders out. my whole life. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, kill him, kill his whole family. Hang the carcass up so they all know what they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I See, want now, him dead. I'm the piece of paper and a cup. No. Scoop, scoop. Out. Uh, I don't pick up dead spiders okay. with paper towel okay. because they might reanimate, <laughs> burst through the paper towel. What if that's how you get your superpowers, though? I don't want those superpowers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what if? You know, like, what if? No. Okay. No. All right. So, anyways. That's fine. Um, you got a pretty sweet new stove. <gasps> you know what the best part about this new stove is? It's when, new. <laughs> uh, when I hit bake and then temperature and then start, yeah. there's not silence, 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 silence. <gasps> yeah. Heat. Yeah. I hit bake, temperature, start, and it's... Ooh. And it's all hot inside. So- I haven't burned myself on it yet. Yet. Oh, I did almost Thanksgiving burn some... is coming up. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. I did almost burn some bacon today because the gas is so strong mm-hmm. on it that mm-hmm. I'm like, normally I used to cook on four or five and now yeah. I'm like, oh, drop that down to two. <laughs> nice. I have been quietly obsessing over, uh, I believe it is Samsung. 
they have the double oven. Yes, they do. Or it can be a single oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I looked at that. It's about $1,400. <sighs> I kind of feel like I'm going to make that happen when my stove goes night-night. That's... Okay. It took a lot... Okay. It took a lot to mm-hmm. not just drop that money. Yeah. Because I had a lose card. Yeah. Fuck it. Who fucking cares? Fuck it. Run that credit up. Yeah. Right? Fuck it. Um, I'm actually much more fiscally responsible than that, guys. Don't believe when I say that. Um, I'm not. But... I looked at that stove, and then I looked at every other stove, and then I went back to that stove, and I played with the top drawer, and then I played the top door, and I played with the whole door, and I'm like, it's gorgeous. Especially for you. Because mm, I, yeah. Like me, honestly, twice a year, I would really have a use for it. Yeah. But it's cool. It's fucking awesome. See, and I would drop the money on it, and I wouldn't yeah. use both those ovens. Well, but he, okay, but here's my strategy. Yeah. In three to five years, we're thinking about doing a, a big kitchen reno. Ooh. So why spend the money on the appliance now yeah. when in three to five years, I'm just going to go get the double oven mm. wall mount and have two ovens anyway. Nice. My friends did that in their island. Nice. Yeah. I like that. I was going to put it on the wall with some cabinets, but I like that. Yeah. yeah. Their, their house is like legit out of a magazine. It's straight crazy. Up, straight up Magnolia. Yeah, like I walked Chip, in and I was like... Chip and Joanna Gaines. Holy shnikes. Yeah. It's cray cray. Yeah. Mm. Um, this is What's in the Queue. Hey, with Krishan and Emily. That's us. In a closet. Yep. In Indiana. It's a, it's a nice closet. It is. I'm I trying to... A, I added a rug a few months ago. I, Did you I, notice? Yeah. I have noticed. Okay. All right. I enjoy it. See? Yeah, it's, very, it's very soft. I'm trying to convince the hubs to knock out the wall between our bedroom and the girls bedroom yes because we both have like the tiny closet sure but it's like our closet and their closet i'm like so if we redid it we could each have a long closet yes hello yeah he's like oh like thought never crosses mind. I'm like, I've been thinking about this for years. I just I wake say up it out loud. and think about it. I do. Yeah. I, it's bad. I think about all the things I want to change about my house 24 seven. Yeah. Oh, same. Ugh. I just, you know, money. I need that HGTV money for real. Yeah. It, if our podcast would only lift us up where we belong. If we started selling Casper mattresses. <laughs> Fab Fit Fun boxes. Actually, I actually do have a Casper mattress, and I get Fab Fit Fun. But I mean, I don't. Get you do. Fun. I do. Oh, it's I worth just it. I just get Ipsy. That's fine, but it's worth it. I get the Po Man's mm. monthly box. See, but the good thing about this is it's quarterly, so fifty bucks every three months. Not so mm. bad. Mm. Not so bad. Okay. Hey, let's do this podcast. Oh, if, yeah, hey! If Casper Mattress or FabFitFun <laughs> would like to reach out to us, we will have a whole episode talking about it, okay? Holler at your girls. Hello? Hello? Nothing? All right. Hey. Anyways. So we're cheating on Netflix this week. Yeah. Don't we're, tell them. We're up into some Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, targeted ads on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, brought me a trailer for Crime Plus Punishment. Is it Crime and Punishment or Crime Plus Punishment? Because I've heard it said both ways. I mean, it should be Crime and Punishment. In theory, it's Crime and Punishment. But... But the film review podcast that I heard talk about this, it's a California public radio uh-huh. uh, show that I listened to, uh, the, the, the main guy was like, 
I'm pretty sure it's crime plus punishment because there's a plus sign. It's not an and sign. But we can say crime and punishment. <laughs> yeah. So whatever it is. That's fine. I- I'll say this. If you do the speak text, you know, you can't mm-hmm. say crime and punishment because it'll say crime and punishment. And it right. won't pull it up. Oh. Okay. Well, I feel like that's indicative. Mm-hmm. Crime Anywho, plus punishment. Directed by Stephen Mang. <laughs> it's 2018 uh, Hulu original doc. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Uh, this is over four years of unprecedented access. The story of a brave group of black and Latino whistleblower cops and the unrelenting private investigator who admits a landmark lawsuit to risk everything and expose illegal quota practices and their impact on young minorities. Dun, dun, dun. Boom. I'm glad you wrote that down because I forgot to write that down. I had to pause a lot. Uh, same. So many things to write down. Now, I will say, that short description said, when I told my kid what the doc was about, she goes, Commissioner Gordon would never let any of that happen in Gotham City. (laughs) Yeah. And my heart grew three sizes that day. (laughs) And I I just love my kid. I love, I want, I love my kid. Everyone, I love my kid. She's seriously awesome. She's so, totes adorbs. As I think the youth are still saying. For realsies, totes. No, no, I'm sure that's already out. But... Oh, if we're saying it, yeah, it's definitely out. Dang it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, New York is the nation's largest police force with 36,000 officers. That's so many. So many. I mean, there's a lot of people in New York City. So, I mean, I get Agreed. it. Agreed. Agreed. But, um, and according to the documentary, quotas for arrests and summonses have been banned since 2010. Yeah. And this doc starts in 2014. Yeah. So, I mean, fairly freshly off of a long-held tradition of being told, hey, you need to arrest this many people. You need to pull this many people over. You need to uh, you need to have this many people appear in court. Which is redonkulous. It is. It, okay. This documentary is going to be a lot of Man, that's stupid. Yeah. Or, man, that sucks. Yeah. and or, Hey, uh, why are they doing that? Yeah, and as a member of a union, yeah. there was a super specific moment in this doc where, like, my union anger was out in oh, full Lay it out. Lay force. it out. We don't need to go in order. This we is don't need Labor Day. It is Labor hey, Day. fools. Um, we are recording on Labor Day. It's going to be a week after when y'all hear this. That's yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... Or 20 years in the future if the robots haven't killed us all. Go ahead. Robots. Um, Sandy Gonzalez, um, he will be the first officer we'll talk about anyways. Yeah. Um, he has been a police officer for 12 years by the time this doc, you know, it was 2014. Um, and he is being harassed by the police department for not bringing in his quota. Um, he did a lot of hidden uh, audio. Um, with his lieutenant and basically his lieutenant was saying, well, you need to catch up with everybody else. Um, you know, you're, you're just not bringing in the numbers. Everybody's passing you and you're just falling behind. So he's basically saying, you're not, you're not meeting the quota. <laughs> you're not meeting the quota without literally saying the word quota. Yeah. And it, it's great because none of the lieutenants ever say the Q word. Yeah. Nobody ever says the quota Yeah. word. But it's all, 
hey, your performance is lacking this month compared to your mm-hmm. your fellow officers. You're underperforming. Yeah. You're you're just not doing as much as your fellow officers. Yeah. He even made the statement of, you know, when you leave here, by the time you go down the block, there's there's at least one arrestable offense happening. Now, here's the hitch. All of this is happening in black and Latino communities in New York City, in, yeah. in the on, in the enclaves yeah. that are that are still left after gentrification. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So basically, what these officers are being told is, uh, go round up some black folk. Yeah. You know that uh, you know, eighty-year-old old dude that's just sitting outside of like a bodega, just playing checkers, whatever. playing checkers, sitting there chit-chatting. Arrest him. He's loitering. Yeah. Um, uh, it, don't it's worry the about the drug the dealers because the drug yeah. dealers are asleep right now. Don't worry about them. Yeah, go on day the, shift. Yeah, so, or yeah. go find the go find the kid playing basketball, but his pants are a little packy. Or he, he must be a gangbanger. Oh, there are four youths standing on a corner. Obviously, they're doing something wrong. Slam them up against a fence. Like what? Okay. I mean, I think we should acknowledge our privilege. Yeah. Just for a quick second, because of course. I mean, this is no fucking shit. To a large portion of this country. Yeah. And it takes documentaries like this to be like, hey, white people, wake yeah. the fuck up. This is what's going on. Exactly. And that, I mean, yeah, because this is definitely not something new. It's not oh. like, oh, I can't no. believe this has been happening forever. Should, I mean, should we talk about how the Reconstruction era uh, after the Civil War fucked all this shit up? I mean, did we want to go back that far? Or did we just want to save to the documentary? <laughs> I mean... For our sanity, <laughs> let's stick to the top. That's fine. But, I mean, we that's could fine. have an Emily's Corner. Reconstruction wasn't great, y'all. That's, yeah. that's been Emily's Corner. Thank you. It's Bye. bad and it's wrong. It's badong. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not my own thought. I stole it. But it's mine now. <laughs> it's fine. It still made me snort wine. <laughs> Um, so anyways, you know, with, with Sandy Gonzalez, uh, you know, not meeting his quota, um, and now, you know, the kind of word on the street is, is he's part of this lawsuit that's starting to form. Um, he starts getting retaliated against by his fellow officers, you know, the leadership, um, and he was taken off of a patrol car, um, and, he was put on a, a foot post as punishment, basically a timeout to teach him a lesson. He's in an area where basically nothing's happening. And if he sees something happen across the street, he can't even leave his post to no. go do something. So now he can't even get the quota, even if he wanted to get the quota. I don't understand. I mean, I understand it is. It's just pure retaliation. There yeah. is no... There is no effective policing. And this is the most childish crap ever. Okay, so the scene where his uh, superior comes out uh, to talk to him, mm-hmm. how he's, air quotes, out of uniform. Yeah. Uh, he's he's wearing his, his fuzzy hat. Yeah. Because when he got dressed this mo- that morning, it was 31. No, it was less than 31 degrees. Yeah. The high was reported to be 31. Well, his commanding officer came out to tell him that it's 38 degrees now and you're out of uniform because you're wearing the fuzzy hat. I have literally had that conversation in the army. I have literally had that conversation where we are outside working on trucks. It's January. It's 
fucking cold out because the wind yeah says it's below 30 but the air temperature is 38 so you need to take that hat off which is insane because it's so fucking petty i'm like out of of uniform he's in uniform I mean, I okay, there's a strong argument to be made about regulations because AR 670-1 says dictates everything in the in the army. I don't know about the police force, but army regulation sure 670-1 says everything about temperatures and what uniform for what and all that stuff. Do you know the whole thing? I know a good chunk of it. I can't quote actual paragraphs and lines, but I do know a good chunk of it. But I don't know how much has changed since I've been out. Wow. Uh... Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's but just that, asinine. But it's fucking is, asinine. Yeah, that is my, like, union moment of, mm-hmm. like, like, I would have lost my mind. So, okay, so, but here's the thing. We're going to get into this lawsuit, but yeah. being a part, being a whistleblower, yeah. you have to dot your I's and cross your T's. Mm-hmm. You cannot step out of line. No. Because any toes near the line yep. is enough cause for them to fire you. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the lawsuit, and then we'll we'll start listing some other officers that are involved and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so basically the lawsuit is the second major class action lawsuit that has been brought against the city, against the police department, and against a couple specific uh, individuals. Uh, the first one, which I'm assuming got cleared up in 2010 when that initial ban on quotas came through, this is alleging that they are still operating under a, the, the New York City Police Department is still operating under a quota system mm-hmm. and let's see some of the officers involved we've got we've got Sandy uh, Gonzalez mm-hmm. um, we meet a Richie Baez uh, an Edwin Raymond uh, Derek Waller Felicia Whiteley Kareem Abdullah Julio Diaz Pedro Serrano and Adil Polanco um, all of these officers and detectives share this common thread of I am being told to do something illegal I'm not gonna do it and I'm getting in trouble for it (laughs) right like I don't want to reduce anyone's story to just that but they're literally all telling the Mm -hmm. same thing this united front of hey we are being told this and this is wrong right and we're gonna do something about it and we're talking they're talking about the fact too that implementing such a uh, system means at the end of the month these officers that are trying to reach this quota are getting more and more dangerous right because if i don't get this quota i'm gonna get retaliated against so i'm gonna find somebody doing something eric garner and (sighs) right uh and, and that brings us to uh manny gomez um I love this dude. He mm. is like a, a a TV show cop I, character. I want him to have a Netflix series yes. right now. Yes, um, he is. Hulu, wait, Hulu. You already got this guy on a documentary. Get us a get us a series with this guy. Yeah, I love him. I love him. He's not the one I had a crush on, but okay. I do like him. A okay, lot. um, he is ex NYPD. He ex military, um, marshal, U.S. Embassy. Oh. And now he's a private investigator. Um, by the, When they started filming, three and a half years he'd been doing this. Um, in 2011, he was forced off the job for not being a team player. Again. Guess what that means. He didn't follow the quota. He didn't go out and just arrest people for arresting people um, to 
bring money into the machine of the police department, a.k.a. the city. Uh, what, what, uh, they didn't give an, an exact amount of what, uh, of, of how much summonses and court fees pay into the city budget, but they, they did give the stata, the, the, um, I'm sorry, the statistic that between 2007 and 2015, the New York Police Department issued and dismissed nearly 900,000, 900,000 criminal summonses. I couldn't find an average cost, but... Let's round. Let's just round down and say a hundred, a hundred, two hundred bucks or something like that. Right. That is in the millions of dollars. Right. Right. Several millions of dollars into the city budget, just for making people appear in court and paying fines and paying fees and paying, you know, paying this stuff off. Yeah, and you gotta think. There's sometimes where it's even more. Um. So Manny's go. Manny's going around. Um, interviewing uh, people on the street that have been falsely arrested or, you know, everything Had gets dropped. Right. Um, because he's he's part of putting together this lawsuit, too. He's also taking on this case of Pedro Hernandez. Um, I heart him. I know. He's not my crush because he's only 17, so I felt weird about that. But he's adorable. Hey, Pedro. His hair. <gasps> okay, And anyways. the glasses that they... Yes. Okay, I know those okay. are probably prison-issue glasses, but damn, son, you rocked them. You look yeah. good. Yeah. Again, he's only 17, though, so... But you just look handsome. That's all I'm saying. Um. So, again, he's 17. He has spent close to a year on Rikers Prison um, on, on murder charges. Um, they keep pushing back his trial date. Um... For this reason or that reason, trying to get him to take this plea of pleading guilty to a crime he did not commit. And we're talking murder. He is no, a- it was a weapons charge. Right. Right. So not as bad as murder. Yeah. But like shooting a weapon criminally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which he didn't do. Yeah. No, he didn't do. Um, his bail or his bond was $250,000. Way too fucking high. His mom can't afford... I loved his mom. Jessica. Oh, hey, she's Jessica. so sweet. Hey, Ms. Perez. Hey, how you doing? You're awesome. Yeah. Uh, I loved her so much. Um, she was like, I can't afford that. And she, yeah. it got to the point where her kids were being harassed and followed home so much by the police that she's like, well, fuck it. Pack a bag. We're getting out of here. We're yeah. just going to leave during the day. Yeah. We'll just be gone all day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we'll come back. Um. So, you know, Manny, Manny took it on and, and he found witnesses, several witnesses that video evidence, video evidence that, that Pedro did not do this. Listen, I don't even think he was in the area when it happened. No. Well, and okay, let's just, can we just wrap up Pedro's story real quick? Yeah. So not only did Pedro not do this, uh, there was an eyewitness that the police just didn't really talk to. That could confirm that he wasn't there. Plus, the shooting victim himself was like, no, this guy wasn't there. And I don't know why the detectives kept pressuring me to say that he was there, but he wasn't there. And he wasn't there. Yeah. And the detective that falsified these documents and forced these signatures and all this yeah. stuff. Not his first time. He got promoted. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, fuck up. Um, uh, Pedro did get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay. All good. Um, that was my one happy moment. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. That's your one happy moment for the documentary. The rest yeah. is shit. 
Yeah, it sucks. Um, so we're going throughout this doc and we're, we're seeing the progression of these officers going through the process of this lawsuit, collecting their own evidence, you know, be it video or audio that recordings. Spike gear. Dude, that watch was crazy. First of all, the watch looked really nice. Yeah, I'm really paranoid now, though. Like, if the phones weren't enough... I was going to say, you should already be paranoid. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can you can usually kind of tell, like, if somebody's trying to record you or take a picture of you with their phone. Oh, I'm talking about the government listening to us at all times. And well, then selling that information to uh, advertisers. Whatever. Pink flamingos, she said into her phone. Send me one million dollars. <laughs> now you're going to get Austin Powers advertising. <laughs> um but anyway so video and audio recordings of uh their superiors you know basically saying you're not getting these quotas and all this stuff you know compiling and meeting with community members they're meeting with the latino officers association um they're meeting with other uh leaders in the communities uh where it's a high minority area that was just to sum that, that that meeting hurt to watch. It like that, really did because and and everyone was making a valid point of like there there was there was one woman I did not catch her name no. even when rewinding it I did not catch her name but she was one of the community leaders one of the community advocates she was like look we organized this meeting and I had people straight up tell me I'm not coming because there's going to be cops there yeah so like you already have what seems to be an irreparable relationship between the police and the community right how do you fix that right well <laughs> i mean obvious answer like quit targeting minorities for yeah. arrests and summonses i mean that'd that's cool. like an obvious answer but i mean like whatever yeah um which makes me think of one of the officers uh i believe it was detective waller in his earlier days he was straight up told your job is to arrest people yeah Ooh. What do you mean? What? <laughs> no, like my job is if I see a crime to stop it. Right. If I see someone doing something wrong to arrest them. Yeah. My job is not to just go arrest people. Right. It is to keep the community safe. And he had a fantastic, like he was phenomenal watching him work. Mm-hmm. Watching him work was I'm thinking about the right guy, right? It is Wallace. Yeah, the guy that he defused the situation yes, on the corner. Because, okay, so, okay, there was a great scene where two dudes were yelling outside a store. Yeah. Any other cop that would have come up to that area would have just come in guns blazing. Right. Because, according to Detective Waller, that's how they train them now. Yep. They train them to fight first, ask questions later. Mm-hmm. Whereas Detective Waller comes in, says, hey, you don't like this guy. Don't spend your money here anymore. Yeah. You're Simple. good. You good? Yeah. You good? You go your We're way. You go your way. You go on. It's yeah. okay. Just don't spend your money here anymore. Yeah. Now there were some other words thrown in there. Lots. I of don't want to. I can't directly quote it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I mean, the dude was pissed. Sure. So he was saying mad words, naughty <laughs> words. Um, we don't say words like that. I. We literally cannot legally cannot say words like that. <laughs> <laughs> but because I don't know how to bleep words. <laughs> We say what we want. Anyways. But we don't uh, say that word. But, I mean, just the simple fact of how he was just calmly like, hey, dude, I get you're mad. Hey, store owner, I get you're mad. 
you go back in your store. Yeah, just go inside. You don't you, spend your money here. Yeah, there's plenty of other stores. There's a store literally across the street. Yeah, go over there. <laughs> right, you know, and and then everyone of, walked away, not dead, and not arrested. Oh, weird. Right? It's crazy how that happens when you just use your words like a big boy. Weird. Uh, yeah, because I thought it was something like protect and serve, serve, protect. Something like that was some sort of police uh, 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 mission statement, uh, as it were. Uh, you gotta make that money. Logo. I don't know. Something don't know. like on their cars at yeah. some point. I don't know. So, uh, can, okay, can we talk about the one I had a crush on? Gone girl. Okay, so Officer Edwin Raymond. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, anywho, no, um, so not only are some of these officers being targeted for not making enough arrests, some of them are just being targeted straight up based on their looks. Yeah. Because um, Officer Raymond, he's got dreads, he's got natural hair, uh, and he, uh, his sergeant was told by a superior... Mm-hmm. Oh, that Raymond guy's too loud. Too loud. Yeah. Yeah, he's a young black man with dreads. You're loud, so F him. Yeah, literally. That's literally what the dude said. Yeah. What? Yeah. Which, again, hi, we are young white women. We're two white chicks sitting in a closet in the Midwest. <laughs> I get that that's, unfortunately, a normalcy for a lot of other people in this world. Okay, going back to Army regulations, uh, dreads Mm -hmm. and, like, natural ways of, of, I don't want to say organizing, a natural natural way of doing African hair, like, that was not allowed for the longest time. So, basically, females had to chemically straighten their hair. To keep their hair yeah. like we had to keep our hair. Mm-hmm. Like, well, as white girls had to keep our hair. So they had to fry their hair just to be within army regulations. And that's recently changed, which I did I did find out about that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, because it's unhealthy for your hair. Your hair is going to fall out. It's hair. It's hair. But, well, because the argument they always gave us is, well, uh, untidy or unkempt hair, which already... Uh, okay. It already is already, a messed up thing prob- to say. Problematic things to say about someone's hair. Yeah. Uh, untidy or unkempt hair will prevent proper sealage of the gas, uh, of the protective masks during an NBC event. Okay, well, can we make a better mask? <laughs> Anyhow. No. All right, okay, whatever. But no. Enough army. <sighs> I don't want to talk yeah. about anything else. Uh, next, we also move in uh, to Felicia. <gasps> Yay, <sighs> the, the The only woman in this... Um, NYPD 12, as they were referred to. There may have been another one, but not everyone in the lawsuit spoke on the documentary. But she's the one that spoke. Yeah. Um, during all of this, um, she is pregnant. Um, at least towards the last half, I should say. It shouldn't be all of it because... That's four year... That would be a a four year -year pregnancy. year long pregnancy. pregnancy. That would suck. In the, in the last year of the documentary. Yeah. She, she's pregnant. Uh, she is so stressed out from the retaliation, from the lawsuit, from the delays by the city. Uh, she goes into early labor. Five months. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, during, you know, during this time, um, they go on the local NBC station. Yes. And so everybody in New York, 
And this is when I, I remember hearing about this. Um, you know, catching like little media clips. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I remember seeing seeing those guys, uh, you know, on TV. And then, you know, I didn't really pay that much sure, attention. Sure, sure, Anyways. Sure. So during all this, you know, so then the retaliation goes into high gear um, because you opened your mouth on TV. Not yeah. just within the department. Not just And not just lawsuit. this lawsuit, but on TV. So now we're really coming for you. Oh, it's bad. Uh, my my favorite officer, Officer Raymond, he gets um a two point five out of five on his evaluation, which anything under a three, he says, can fuck up your entire career. Right. Like you're done. Which for him, you know, he, he a he knows that he's doing a good job. Well, and not only that, but he tested like eighth out. What? Oh, God, yeah. Was it eighth out of several thousand? Yeah. Yeah, it was eighth. Yeah, yeah. Out of several thousand on his on his sergeant's exam, yeah, eight out of six thousand applicants on the sergeant's exam, but he gets this two point five on an evaluation. Really? Yeah. And not only that, his his direct superior, who is supposed to be the one writing the mm-hmm. evaluation, didn't get a chance to write the evaluation. That person's superior was like, "I got this." I got this on lock. I'm taking care of this. This, this, this comment, this comment, this comment, this comment, this comment. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't even know you could put that many comments on an evaluation. Yeah. This is insane. All the way to the commissioner. Um, Ugh, Bratton. Yeah. Which. He steps down by the end. Thank yeah. goodness. Bye. Uh, yeah, William Bratton. Um, he goes on the news and speaks in front of all these other officers several times like we don't have quotas and that's bullshit if anyone says it's yeah it's bullshit but make sure you get all your quotas okay yeah. bye did you notice that when he went to go talk to the cadets that was in the uh the seven five yes <laughs> i was like oh we've been there before <laughs> i did uh so basically you know we're we're progressing through this lawsuit and then um they find out that the quota portion of their lawsuit is being removed. Um, judge saying they can't even sue. Um, he didn't, the judge never saw any evidence. Um, didn't want to listen to anything, you know, so stuff's starting to get picked apart in their lawsuit and pulled out, Yeah. which they're like, again, this is part of it. Yes. Like the judges and the high ups and the police Guess what? They're oh, weird how they're they're... working together. Yeah. Hmm. It's just really, really messed up. (laughs) So fucking super Uh. messed up. Um, I will say by the end of the documentary, uh, so Commissioner Bratton has stepped down. The replacement commissioner, James O'Neill, he sends out this internal memo saying uh, that New York Police Department officers, uh, this department does not and will not use quotas for enforcement activity literally later that day uh abdullah i'm i believe his first name is kareem uh, yes. officer abdullah has his little watch cam on mm-hmm. goes to roll call there's a lieutenant ho that takes him out on a ride and is like i'm gonna get you a collar i'm getting you a collar today i'm gonna get you a collar i'm okay i'm pulling this person over you stay in the car yeah comes back to the car hey i got you a collar yeah, it's so frustrating. Yes, 
It is so frustrating. And it's again, ridiculous. Acknowledging our privilege of being two white chicks sitting in a closet in a closet in the Midwest. But like, we can still be. Uh, it's, or I can we, still be outraged about it. It's ridiculous. I just, I feel bad being outraged over it when there's that scene with with Officer Whiteley in the hospital talking to her son, and she's like, "Well, I'm not even going to bother telling him about this bad stuff because that's just that's just African American history." That killed me. I don't want that in the future. No. I don't want that for anyone anymore. No. And I and I also, like, I liked seeing that, hey, so, you know, there are cops that are like, no, we don't want to. And this is the shit that happens to them when they say no. So then it makes you go, right, so all the other silence that we hear... If, if there's 98% silence and only 2% people, yeah. 2% speaking up, like. There's, what? that means that there's more, but they just are like, I can't. I can't afford this. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make it right. No. Uh, you, and, and, the, and this the is. The only way it's going to change is if more people step up. And they said they did, um, like a, a oh, poll yeah, was, and there was, was like 85% internal... agreed yeah. that there was quotas. Yeah. There was an internal survey that said that. But, again... So that's 85% of 36,000. How do you fix it when the system is set up to stop you? You need at least all of that 86%. Yeah. If 86% just on that issue alone, they'd get that issue taken care of. That applies to a lot of things in America right now. Yeah. Because ah. only, what was it, less than 40% of America, of registered Americans voted yeah. in the 2016 election. So, great. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it was not the people that voted Libertarian. It wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. It's not their fault. They voted. They did what they were supposed to do and go vote. Mm-hmm. For the candidate they believe in. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to, yes. 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 Simple as that. I blame the 60% that didn't vote. I, yeah, we gotta vote. Yeah, fucking <laughs> vote. A lot of things need to change. Hey, look how we took that documentary and made it about us. God damn it. Hey. Uh, Anywho. Okay, this is a gorgeous documentary. Yes. Some real talk. It's, it's... it's Oh, that's a big word that's not coming out of my mouth. Uh, the cinematography, thank you. Yes, is gorgeous. Yes, I didn't write that down. The director of photography, sorry. Um, it's a little long. It's a little slow. Yes, but you can see the reincarnation of Freddie Mercury. You saw him? Did you not get my snap? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything else that's once fair. that, there was that's my favorite game to play is that person looks like so-and-so and so-and-so put together. That's there was somebody game. in the courtroom during Pedro's t- trial that looked, and I played that same game and now I can't remember who he looked like. I don't know. Watch, watch the documentary when they get to Pedro Hernandez, Hernandez's actual trial. This wine, Krishana. You're welcome. Oh my God. When you get to Pedro's actual trial, there's a guy that's like sitting right in front of his mom. Yeah. Let me know who you who he reminds you of because he reminds you of somebody, and now I can't remember who it is. <sighs> yeah. Uh, thank you, Two E's, 
for getting Emily drunk. Woo! This diamond. What? I do like that you made your man buy it at a gas station and not at the actual winery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so this is how it happened, though. I went to the store to mm-hmm. grab a few items. Mm-hmm. It was Sunday. Mm-hmm. Which we and can now like, buy alcohol on Sundays. Hey! Hey! It's 2018! Um, but the last time it was a Sunday and I tried to buy alcohol, they said, nay, it can't, we don't sell it until after noon. Noon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't go buy wine at 9 a.m., Krishana. <laughs> it was like 11. <laughs> uh, so I was like, well, it's definitely not noon. It was like real close. So standing in line with my four jugs of water uh-huh. and pack of sliced cheese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big spender. <laughs> uh, the I'm... chick in front of me with her 50,000 groceries uh-huh. and her case of beer. Uh-huh. Boop. And I was like, well, okay. Huh. So. Maybe because she had 50,000 items in the lane, it actually got to noon. <laughs> and it was okay. Like, part of me was like, we're turning this thing around. But it was the very few checkout and long lines. So I was like, nope. Not happening. Yeah. So I was like, oh, hey, you're running to the gas station? Just go grab me the wine. I know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So, hey. Huh? Our 50th episode <gasps> is coming up very, very soon. Uh, we want to hear from you guys. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what you thought about the last year. How, how'd your year go? How was your year? Yeah. Tell us everything. Yeah. Uh, we're we're, we're going to have a friend be a host. A moderator? Yeah. We're going to have a two-person panel that's just us, plus a moderator. <laughs> so, she wants things to say to us. Because, I mean, I could easily write stuff for her, but I'm not going to. Yeah, because it doesn't feel as, you know... Krishana, how did you feel about when Emily made you watch the Roger Stone documentary? Mad. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Um, I'm so bringing up Roger Stone. (laughs) Please, please, please don't do that. Um, Email us. Um, We're going to do... Well, you should have already seen a posting by the time you hear this. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Um... (laughs) Well, I also thought, I'm like, oh, today's Monday. We yeah. haven't posted yet. That's fine. Um, so give us your your comments, your suggestions, your questions, your, I don't know, praises. You could send us tell a Tell us your favorite fit. color. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell us a story. If it's awesome, we'll read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the sky's the limit on this. Make it fun. Make it awesome. Just please do it. Yeah. Or, or it's it's going to be a boring 50th episode. Nope. We're going to make it fun no matter what. Uh, our email is what's in the queue at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you can send us some audio clips. I'll Google on how to put that into an episode. <laughs> you can just put put your stories in your emails. Yeah. Uh, send, slide into our DMs on Twitter. Uh, we're at what's in the queue. Yeah. Same um, on Instagram. And Facebook, Facebook, what's in the queue? Yeah, yeah, slide into those DMs. Tell us what's up. You can co- even comment on the post that is already out on yeah. the pages of things. Yeah. So. That was like a really 
burpee talk. I'll cut it out. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll cut it out. It's fine. Oh, um. that you'll cut out. I get it. Cool, 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 cool. All right, peoples of hey. the universe and internets. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. All right, we love you. Bye.